0: Hello
1: and welcome to Little Birdie Sports Show for a Monday first look. I'm your host Nikki Sylvester. Joining me today is MG before we pack down the AFL first round of finals. We've also got top rope on the line for NRL First Look is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped for the very best in men's grooming. Now, we've got a big, 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 big show today. MG, how are you?
2: We've got a lot to cover, Nicky, don't we? We've got a lot we? to cover. It's uh, another busy week in sport. Uh, had a bit of a freshen up with the week off at the bye, so just had to uh, follow Top Rope's uh, league and a bit of uh, AFL women. But, there, yeah, there was plenty of other sport, which we'll cover shortly.
1: hmm mm-hmm. And we had a very interesting finish to the golf this morning, didn't we, Top Rope?
2: It's a matter of perspective, Nikki. Interesting,
0: possibly.
1: He finally won something. I mean, he oh, finally won something.
0: My God, what an absolute butcher job from a Scotty Scheffler! I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm not usually one for taking the shorts in the golf, but I jumped on great morning on Scotty Scheffler. Holy moly, this morning was an awful, awful. Some of the putts, and MG would have drained some of those putts that were being missed. Some of the blocks, as uh, as the great Scooty said, are one of them. we missed it by a furlong. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's no one on the PGA Tour in this current environment with Live Golf wanted to win more than Rory McIlroy, so they would have been absolutely chuffed.
1: I agree with you. I agree with you. I just said to MJ down there stairs this morning that um, I have never heard them reference money so much in PGA commentary. All they kept saying was this putt is worth this much. If he wins, he gets this much of a check. You know, if he, does, if he finishes second, he gets this much. And I just thought, wow, they're really trying to compete with Liv here because otherwise, you know. Um, I'd never heard it before in PGA commentary that much.
0: Never have I. And in fairness, all I was thinking about was how much money every every Miss for the was costing me. So <laughs> we weren't quite at the uh, the eighteen million dollars and, and the like. No, but it was it was a it was a mark in how they've they certainly approached it. It was a yeah, pretty low round coverage today, if you ask me. I, 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 to be honest, this is my least favorite tournament of the year. I think it's absolute Mickey Mouse for 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 a tour that has has said that. You know, this is real golf. four rounds, 72 holes cut, to have a 30-man field no cut and, and staggered start is where as Mickey Massa gets. And then to reference the money the whole way through, I, you know, I, I thought it was uh, a pretty showy Sherry broadcasts. I think it's a pretty shabby way in the PJ to tour.
1: If we are talking money, we've got the NFL that starts uh, next week. So what have we got? Uh, preseason has just finished, and now we've got the uh, real stuff starting next week. So you and Jerry are going to be back, and you've got uh, third and long, which starts next week. So just give me a quick recap of what you're going to be doing. You're going to be sending out some sheets for that as well.
0: Yeah, we'll send out some sheets. We'll uh, um, give, find find the the, the best plays uh, on sides and totals and head to heads there. We'll be on a podcast. I think uh, MG's uh, left the uh, left the wagon this year. <laughs> um,
2: yeah,
0: we've got a, a, a new team. Jerry Jerry uh, uh, certainly um, made his presence fill up the back end last year. i looking forward to it, actually. And uh, I know uh, MG's done plenty of work on it. And uh, keen to find out if he's not going to the show who his views are building the year. Anyone, you're,
2: you're super keen on MG. Yeah, well, I think... Well, the obvious is obviously Buffalo in terms of like how stacked their team are top rope. But geez, they're drawing the first boy, eight or nine weeks is going to make it difficult for mine. So I'd be uh, staying away. And as, as usual, if you're, you're a game punter to be tipping, uh, Super Bowl winners, uh, before the season starts, it's uh, a lottery at best all the time. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to the show this year. Uh, Good to see I get a little break, uh, finally get some holiday time, <laughs> which will be good straight up the spring carnival. So, uh, we've got a new host who will, uh, we won't mention now, but yeah, we'll introduce, uh, yeah, uh, Friday week. I think we might, uh, we might kick off that show, but yeah, similar format to last year. Uh, get around, uh, when we release top rope and Jerry's packages because, uh, yeah, they were uh, tipping up a storm in the back end of last year. So always worth a follow. And, uh, it's a great time zone to bet in the NFL. So looking forward to the season.
1: Max Verstappen, he won the Belgium Grand Prix on the weekend, which pretty much means that he has cemented the Drivers' Championship for the year. He's 98 points clear, can't lose from here. Um, pretty disappointing. the Lewis Hamilton, he did chop uh, Fernando Alonso out and then he flipped the car and I'm lucky to escape from that one. Long walk back to the pits for him. Um, He did a bit that it was his fault. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen to Lewis. But um, George Russell finished fourth, so he's just chugging along. He he finishes in the top six every race. I really want to see what his career is going to be like next year. And, um, yeah, so Verstappen won. Ferrari, they got third. Sadly, no Leclerc, so that's it. Handed the championship to Max, I think. Okay, and what we do have starting tonight is the final Grand Slam for the year, the US Open, Flushing Meadows. No Novak Djokovic, denied entry. MG, talk me through the men's.
2: Yeah, as you can see from the graphics there, we've got uh, the defending champion, Medvedev, at uh, 345. He's the... uh uh, he's not the clear favorite, but I think, uh, he's the, he, he's probably represents maybe a bit of value just in the fact that, uh, I think the second favorite, Rafa Nadal, is, uh, 490. I think he, he's a risk at that price. He's, uh, he obviously pulled out of Wimbledon. He's only played one game since. So, um, uh, I, I just think the, the fitness of Nadal's going to be tested on the U.S. court. So I'd be staying away from him. And I'm not sure about the third favorite there, Alcaraz, either. He's, uh, You know, 550, I think, short enough. I think, I think there's some, there's some value outside him. Um, Sinner at $16 and probably Fritz at $21 would probably be the value I'd be looking around if you're not keen on Mevidev. But I think, I think in the men's, um, you know, I I think there's, there's a fair leap now. Djokovic is not there. Mevidev being the defending champ. I think he, it's his to lose the way it's going uh, the, and the value I, I'd say is look for Sinner. I think he's got a, a nice draw and uh, all, also Fritz. I think he he he's a chance for a local hope, a uh, good draw. I think he made the quarterfinals in Cincinnati uh, tournament leading him, which is always, always not a bad guide. So, uh, yeah, there's a few risks there and uh, and I think the favorite's going to be hard to beat.
1: Okay. All right. Thanks, MG. Now, talk me through the women's because it's Serena Williams' last so last hurrah. So maybe with the, with the hometown here, I get it this year. Do you think?
2: Yeah. Serena's last game. She, I don't think she'll be there long. So I think the crowds will be there early. She's also playing doubles with her sister. So she might, uh, track more to, uh, longer in that part of the tournament. So yeah, but she'll get a uh, big crowds and send also maybe she can win one or two matches. But yeah, as you can see in the outright betting, now uh, Sweet Attack 490 out to Halibut, 850. And then it's a bit of a jump Garcia to 15. I think there's about 16, 17 players from the $15 to the 34. So. This is very much a lottery, I find the women's five of the last seven winners now have come from outside the ten. Uh and if you remember last year, uh Raducanu, uh won, I think she was at least a hundred to one, uh, winning last year's one. So the US Open being the last major of of the year as well, often throws out uh some big price winners in the women's. So I'd be staying away from the from the top half and just monitoring uh more form how it's going. Uh I, I think the the top end obviously uh it's pretty thin. So, yeah, I, th- I think the value's there, but geez, absolute lottery in the females. Good luck trying to pick the winner pre post.
1: I don't know, I might give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> you can give it a go. Whilst but, we're having a week off from the fellas, give me a little rundown of the AFLW because I know you like your AFLW.
2: Yeah, one of the rare supporters that seems going around. <laughs> so hard, hard to harness support for the females. But yeah, the round one kicked off. Uh, just running down a quick, uh, the results. So we can see them up on the screen he uh, kicked off collingwood and carlton um thursday night it was uh they got a decent crowd there collingwood done the job the last four times in a row so um that wasn't a bad match uh the probably the match of the round was melbourne and Adelaide. so there's only three chances yep. already to win the afl women's we thought that pre-season we said last week but i don't think anything changes and two of them played each other melbourne and adelaide melbourne got the away win very impressive uh, against adelaide Uh, Kangaroo's got the job over the Gold Coast, done pretty easily. Uh, There were some ordinary matches in the middle. Um, St Kilda were absolutely smashed off the map. Sydney bookies put up Sydney favourite to start with at minus four. I'm not sure how they got to that point, but finally St Kilda got to minus seven. So 11-point swing there, and they got the job done pretty easily. Your team, the Bombers, uh, had their opening. I think they might have got probably the biggest crowd of the, the week at Telstra Dome. Uh 12,000 got to the the Dome to see Essendon and Hawthorne play, and Essendon got the job very easy there. I think Hawthorne, one of the two favourites for the wooden spoon. So let's not get carried away with the Bombers, but it's a good start when you want to know. Bulldogs won easily over the Giants. Uh, and the other flag favorite, well I think these this is a team to beat Brisbane. Uh, they absolutely smashed freo uh, one seventy six to twenty seven They were probably the most impressive for the weekend and unfortunately the match uh, the round finished off with one of the worst matches i've ever seen in women 's football, and that's saying something uh if the score was fifteen to eleven in perfect conditions on a Sunday between Geelong and Richmond, these two sides are going to battle all year, so we'll move on quickly to those but uh for those who are following the women 's seven out of nine favorites. One five covered. There was six overs and the home teams were six out of nine. So, um, we will have a package up this week for anyone who's following the women's and, uh, we'll try and find a couple of winners. I know Top Rope, he doesn't watch any AFL, but he, he loves, he loves the women's bit every now and again.
1: Of course. You love the women's. I mean, uh, we were sitting at the rugby league on Friday night and here you are. You got great game in front of you. You're watching the AFLW on your phone. And all you're telling me is, uh, how easy it is for the punting. So, um, punters get around that. We're going to get a package for the AFLW. Now, the nitty-gritty, we start AFL finals, round one. So just a quick recap for Thursday's game because I know you're going to do um, Friday lines on Thursday, but Brisbane and the Tigers head-to-head, Brisbane 205 and uh, Richmond seventy seven and the line's three and a half. Now, that's Thursday night at 7.20 p.m. up at the Gabba.
2: Yeah, good match. Uh, finals finally kick off after a week off doing nothing really so hopefully the afl can correct that the year after but anyway they keep going with this uh so we kick off thursday night at the gabba uh this will be a great match i'm looking forward to this one six v 7th uh we've got uh you know interesting betting you don't often see uh the away team too often favorite in a final but we've got it this case with richmond being slight favorites and the early support is for richmond uh probably on the back they've got a head-to-head record 14 and 2 so they've got a very dominant head-to-head record uh over there but uh I still, I, I can't go away from Brisbane at the Gabba. They're nine and two this year. And I just think the, the week off will actually help them. I think Richmond had all the momentum coming into, to the finals. They would have preferred the, not to have the week off and go straight in. I think just, I just think there's, there's a thought process there that Brisbane will be able to recorrect themselves. The week off will freshen them right up at home. Obviously be a full house up there. Uh, nine and two has been a very dominant record this year. And I just think they're the value early at, uh, plus three and a half. So I do, I do like the over total in this game. I think 176 and a half is a bit short. Generally in finals, you want to trend to the unders as I do in probably the other three matches this week. But yeah, I think uh, both over teams strong here and. I just think that uh, with offense has been one and two in this game. I think over one seventy six and a half. The weather looks good. I think that's a play, and I'm trending towards Brisbane plus three and a half to kick off.
1: Okay, Brisbane plus three and a half. There, all right. If we just see where he's sitting for the AFL Stings before the AFL Finals. He is up eleven point zero eight percent running into the finals. So, punters, get your head around the Stings for twenty two dollars a week. Have a look at that. He is up twenty eight point oh five units, and that's eleven point oh eight percent ahead of the finals. Get the stings because it's going to be good. Now, MG, just quick, give me a quick rundown on the AFL Premiership prices. We've seen any movement there?
2: No, Nikki, not a lot from last week. Would you see there? Geelong are favourites, 290, Melbourne at 320 and Sydney at $6. Now, uh, the way I look at it this week, uh, Melbourne and Sydney play uh, on the uh, MCG. I think the winner of that game will go on and win the Premiership. So, I still think um happy to be on the Sydney ticket that we've been championing for for about 4 to 6 weeks. And Melbourne are going to be hard to beat in that game, but yeah, I just I'm leaning to that side. I'm happy to pot you along at this stage. I know they've they've had an unbelievable season and stuff there. Their finals record's 1 and 8 of late, so I just I just can't come into the 2 nine until they actually get it done. I think Collingwood have a chance to uh to get a sneaky win against them, so I'm still tracking around uh, Sydney for now, and Melbourne's obviously the hardest to beat.
1: All right, Sydney for some value there, punters. Okay, now just give me a quick rundown on the brown low because we've got that on the 19th of September.
2: Yeah, so we can see, um, yeah, you know, I think we mentioned last week, I'm pretty sure, when we put it up, I thought Neil was uh, a false favourite in my opinion. Uh, he's $3 out to 3 25 I think that he'll continue to drift. Uh, supported by oliver winning the um award during the week which is not a bad guide to it so he's he's coming from i think almost four dollars to 365 Um you know the way i think it's tracking they'll start each each or two at least at 350 i think the money will come for oliver i think neil continue to drift uh, paddy crips has, has firmed a bit into 550 i can't come into crips at this stage i just don't think he's got enough votes to get there and as you can see it drops off real quick after the top six so no one else giving a chance but yeah i'm 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 probably just gonna follow Oliver in for now. Right,
1: thanks, MG. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back with NRL round twenty-four and top rope. Welcome back to First Look, which is proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust, bet with Top Sport. Okay, let's go through the round twenty-four in the league. All right, Parramatta—they thrashed the Broncos, fifty-three to six. Penrith beat the Warriors, forty-six to twelve. My chookies—they got the job done against the Storm on Friday night, eighteen to fourteen. Canberra beat Manly, forty-eight to 6 Cronulla, Cranella—they beat the Bulldogs, sixteen 0 South beat North Queensland, twenty to ten. St George—they beat the West Tigers, twenty-four to twenty-two. And the Gold Coast yesterday—they beat Newcastle, thirty-six to twenty-six. Top row. Yeah, big weekend
0: on the, the, the men's side of the, uh, the NRL with, Heels. Uh, uh, Humiliating the Broncos for the second straight week, 53 to six. It's 113 points conceded by the Broncos in the last two weeks, and they're outside of the top eight. For the first time since round eight, uh, and they'll be up against it. They have to win by a big number of the Dragons this week, uh, and hope or hope that the, uh, the Tigers upset the Raiders. So, uh, yeah, it can be a very, very difficult task there. Uh, Panthers got the job done against the Warriors 46-12 in the biggest uh, betting line of the year, 32 and a half, they were favoured by. Uh, great finish for punters, though. A penalty try awarded, uh, with 30 seconds to go, saw the game go from the plus to the minus and the under to the over. So depending on which way you bet there, that was a uh, wild finish there. Ashley Klein in the box. No coincidence to mention his name. Uh, the Sydney Roosters were outstanding against the storm winning 18-14 in a pretty wild game. Uh, yeah, Nelson Soffa Solomon and Jared Ruhagaves, uh two big alpha dogs right out there. But it's left the storm vulnerable for their uh spot in the top four. The Roosters uh secured a final birthday. So uh yeah, big stuff for, for the Roosters hitting form at the right time of year. Uh the Raiders bet homophobes 48 to 6 uh could have won by probably a lot more. So good game there for the, the Raiders as they sneak into or in a sturgeon into the top eight. Sharks, pretty ordinary against the Bulldogs, 16 0 on home turf. It was, uh, I think, as Mike Lennon said in the call, a game for the Purists. Uh, not much going on there. Uh, South the Cowboys, 20 to 10, a relatively controversial game. uh, Cohen has been set in the bin there, but uh, yeah, Alex Johnson scored another try, but the buddies got it done. Uh, in the end, they are a pretty low scoring game. Uh, the West Tigers, could not have done any more to lose the game against the Dragons. Lost 24-22 in the end. Blowing a lead in, uh, on the back of the single dumbest player I've ever seen on a rugby league field. I'm a guy who watches 195 games a year in their entirety Uh, and I've followed rugby league for the better part of 35 years. I've never seen anything stupider on a football field. Uh The Tigers up by six in the final 10 minutes. The Dragons attempt a short dropout. Doesn't go to 10. They would have got a penalty on the post, could have kicked it, gone up by eight. A Tigers player stands there, lets it hit him, doesn't realise what he's done. Penalty dragons, they go down, score a try, and then kick a penalty goal, uh, in the final minute to win the game. So, uh, yeah, more humiliation for the, the Lowly Tigers. And the Titans, uh, survived a sending off to, uh, of Senator Brian Kelly to bet the Knights 36-26 in the kind of game you'd expect to see from uh, two of the bottom three sides at this time of year. So, uh, surprise Adam O'Brien was allowed on the plane back for the night. Still has a job apparently. That's uh, not sure how, uh, but a uh, big win for the Titans there.
1: Thanks, Top Rope. Okay, now let's uh, have a check out the bookie wrap. Okay, so seven out of eight faves, five of eight covers, four of eight over totals and five of eight for the home teams. And for the season, we are sitting at 71% for the faves, 51% of covers, 53% over totals and 59% for the home teams.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, not nothing kind of really stood out. They than probably a glut of like pretty low scoring games. We saw, you know, uh, the Sharks beat the dogs 16 nothing. The rabbit has bit the cowboys 20 to 10. We saw some high scoring games, but, uh, three games, uh, telling under 32 was a bit of a surprise. But, uh, um, look, we are, yeah, especially days on football. We're seeing some pretty close free flowing football. And we're also seeing some very high totals here. So. Uh, Tell us what you're getting back to about the evenness as you expect, but that's because the totals are going to get up into the mid 50s
1: again. Okay, and for this week's round 24 GGOA results, we had one of five with 18 units bet. But top rope, look at your year stats, mate. Take that away.
0: Yeah, up by plenty for the year, up by 44 units, uh, 13.5% of the goods. So not going to seize that. Yeah, but it was was a rough week. Uh, Kicked off uh, in very ordinary style, uh, one of the biggest bets of the year, 5.5 units. On the Broncos, plus three and a half. They missed covering that by about 44 points. Uh <laughs> never look, never looked likely. Uh yeah, over in the, the Storm Roosters game, similarly, never looked likely. Uh sharks minus 18 and a half a little stiff there. Anyone was 16 the sharks, they were, they were camped down on Canterbury Territory and just couldn't get over the line. So uh pretty or maybe the, the line jumped between two and a half there. Uh Forty seven and a half the over in the South North jump Queensland game, jumped fifteen and a half. Uh again, Neville Clark. that. he missed that one by seven points. So it was dreadfully out of form. But uh the Tigers in one of the <laughs> biggest we were relying on the Tigers, it's a dangerous game. But uh ended up jumping ten and a half, so I got the complete one side of it at the seven and a half, but uh they covered so uh got a little win at the end there. But uh look when you you kind of bet based on kind of uh uh, uh kind of get trends and, and systems, then you've got to get those pets. So uh, that's fine. We're up for the year and uh, we look onwards and upwards to the final
1: round of the Oh my god, talk about the final round of the year. It is gonna come down to the nitty-gritty for so many teams. And on Thursday night, we've got the battle for fourth position. Parramatta are playing the Melbourne Storm at Combank Stadium, 750 p.m. Head to head approximate prices at the moment, Parramatta two twenty five. The storm are a dollar sixty five and the line is two and a half. Oh my god, the battle for fourth. Talk me through that top rope a little bit.
0: It is gonna be wild. Uh yeah. The Storm never missed the top four. The Storm top four is better than bank interest. Also, I thought for the last 15 years, it's all going to go, haywire this year? Uh, the Eels have won their last three against the Storm. They've covered their last four. They've kind of come to this in great form. Posted 53 against the Broncos, 44 against the Bulldogs. They're absolutely flying at the moment. But oh, you've got to be with Melbourne here. i, I Storm are are, 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 are a seasoned team. They they do perform this time of year. The Eels tend to fade this time of year. Well, not a lot of confidence at the moment. But I'd rather be on. You know, they got beat by the Roosters. The Roosters are arguably the hottest team in the comp right now. Yeah, you can take plenty from that. I'd I'd rather be with the Storm.
1: All right, okay. I'm sure that's going to be plenty to pack down on Thursday's show. All right, now a quick look at the premiership market: Panthers two fifteen, Melbourne Storm six, Cronulla eight, Roosters nine, North Queensland ten, Parramatta twelve, South Sydney fifteen, Canberra seventy one, and the Broncos two fifty one.
0: Give me some of that Roosters action for nine dollars. It's uh, they are, I, I thought it was a real line on the sand game there for um for the Roosters on, on Friday night. They're, they're, you know, big road game, big match finals were kind of on the line and they got it done they were they were tough they were gritty they overcame some injuries they 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 dug deep with with uh, a man and the simbin they're not going to finish in the top four but they are going to um cause some trouble in the finals so uh, yeah I' can tap the nine dollars on the cholk there
1: Okay, I'm right with you there for the $9 on the chooks and agreed. I thought that was an amazing game. Poor MG had to suffer through me. You know, one of the only chook supporters in the crowd, surrounded by storm. <laughs> yes,
2: it, tough watch. Tough watch? For they storm came to play, baby. They came to play. The storm supporters are very tough watch, yeah. Last time I'm going to the league game with you, I think, this season anyway. <gasps> oh my God. I was on
1: the edge of my seat for the last five minutes. But, um, look, it was good to see Victor Radley get up after that. Um, that was a shocking scene. And, um, and it was great to see him walking around at the end of the game. So, look, obviously he'll miss this week. But, um, yeah, really good result for a tough watch for a lot of people because you don't see that many times on a field. So, um, that was great to see him walking around after the game. All right. Now punters for the ggoa you need this because he's on fire imagine what he's going to do in the finals ggoa and you can get that from 22 a week in the little birdie tv shop little birdie tv ggoa 22 a week his final set is going to be insane okay mg over to you your gloating part. <laughs> no,
2: no. Uh, yeah, it was a good week. So we're we're inside the last month now, so we're going to go through to the AFL grand final week so we can have whoever's the winner on. So we've got four weeks of tipping left. As you can see from our last week's results, we've gone two, two out of three. So it's about our average-ish this uh, year and especially in the last couple of months. So the Panthers uh, were smashed, I believe, top rope. I think they finished in the minus 30s or something like that as a starting line. So and uh, tipped the punters up early, getting in cheap at minus 20 and a half and duly got the result. So that was good. Julie. Broncos, unfortunately, never in it for the top rope. And your Sharky, he, he got in early as well. I think that line uh, might have moved about 10 points as well. So, and a half. Uh, shop early was a good case there, because, as top rope said before, when they were discussing it, the sharks won sixteen to nil. so if you shopped early you got the result and if you shop late you uh you missed out so two out of three good results so now the standings we 've got uh, i 've got a three gap lead on both of uh these two in the office, so four rounds to go it 's going to be a fair fall from grace if i don 't get the chocolates here so yeah going along nicely we 'll see what we uh we crop up this week I can shut the gate this week if i uh if we, the results go my way. So we'll start with uh, Top Rope for Wayside Chapel. Top Rope, all or nothing this week, what have you got? Well, First of all, I imagine
0: you've misspoken, and and, and I think the lack of respect being shown to the NRL Grand Final here is utterly appalling. So I imagine we'll be going through to NRL Grand Final weekend, Ponsus.
2: No, the reason why Top Rope is we just want to get the winner on from the charity before we shut down for the season. So we need to finish up uh, the week early just so we can uh, – Whoever wins, we can get uh, someone on from the charity to uh, accept the prize money going towards a uh, good because No, Don't
0: uh, uh, the, the lack of respect, shown uh, last week we discussed uh, VFL and whatever else before uh, yeah. of the NRL was was, was <laughs> very clear. So
2: Basically, after 30 weeks, Top Rob, if you can't get the chocolates done, mate, one more week's not going to make a difference <laughs> for you. So let's close the gap down right now. Uh,
0: Broncos. Broncos uh, minus three and a half against the Dragons.
2: Frank is minus three and a half at top rope. Nikki, you've got your choice this week. You uh dominated the NRL last week. Are we sticking with them or are you coming back to the AFL?
1: No, no, I'm coming back to the AFL because I think this is going to be a really tough round for the for the league. And um we're going in opposite directions this week. You're <laughs> you're tipping the um Brisbane and I'm going Richmond, so minus three and a half. So hopefully the Tigers can get that done for me.
2: Yes, for Sids and Kids, Nikki's going to go uh, Thursday night, get your money in uh, early there, at minus three and a half. Yeah, I'm probably going to lean to the other side, but we'll let you go on that one. And I get to invest in a total this week because uh, we've been up for a week. So I'm going to go in the same game as you, Nikki. Uh I will be cheering probably for the Lions, but I'm going to cheer for plenty of points. I'm going to go at the over 176 and a half to uh, hopefully shut the gate on this uh, charity event. But all go- all money going to good courses, so we've had fun with this this year and the results have been uh, pretty good. So I hope you've been following
1: yeah it's been great amazing to tip on a monday and uh, to see some of our results i'm pretty chuffed with that and obviously i I didn't uh, lose by that much so i feel feel good about it (laughs) i feel good for a girl going up against two blokes who obviously do this for a living all right thanks punters that is a wrap for this week's edition of first look thanks for joining us remember you can follow us on youtube hit the subscribe button download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from remember the boys will be here on thursday to give a a rundown on Friday line. So that's Thursday. So make sure you tune in. You can follow us on socials. Oh, yeah, little birdie TV on Twitter and Insta or your footy betting action is at topsport.com.au. Make sure you check out their tennis as well, which starts tonight. So topsport.com.au. We'll be here next Monday. Have a great week. Thanks.